What are these things called? Life, health, and wealth moments. Life, health, and wealth moments. I don't, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't even know what we're really calling it. You know, we changed the name of what we're doing on a regular basis because I don't know where I think we have a problem. No, we don't have a problem. We're just uber creative. Oh, let me just remind you of how many domains. <laughs> Would you just, could you tell everybody about the domains? Well, I know. <laughs> I think Every little I, thing. I think Brian buys about uh, five new domains a day. See, I get an idea and I want the domain and then I change my mind. And and then he gets a new domain. I think, <sighs> I think GoDaddy loves him. Yeah, it's kind of either way. We were going to call this Life, Health and Wealth Moments by Jenny and Bryant. Or Meow Meow Radio. Yeah, we, we were joking the other day and just decided <laughs> to call it Welcome to Meow Meow Radio because cats are so zen. That's cute. We, we learn a lot from the cats. I know. I've learned a lot from the cats. You know, energetically. They are Zen masters. That's what Eckhart Tolle said. He said he lives with seven Zen masters. I mean, dogs and cats are very different. Mm-hmm. You know, cats, they read your energy. And um, if you come clopping in like a rhinoceros... Yeah, they don't like that noise on the floor. See, Jenny and I, we walk like monks. Quietly. And the reason is, it's a practice. Actually, I have a whole thing about this, that Zen movement is a meditative practice. Practicing moving your body, opening doors, opening cabinets, cleaning, uh, doing it with mindfulness and presence. And patience and gentleness. Kind of like doing Tai Chi all the time. It's like doing Tai Chi all the time. Um, and being, being having the awareness that your energy actually is affecting others. That's right. Of is course. It, I can't we, even know if it's affecting, affecting. Well, you know, we sound probably like cuckoo, uh, you know, people. Probably. To those, oh, some type of new age hippie stuff. But, the, but back to the cats. Yeah. You know, n- cats don't usually run up to people a cat has to like your energy and it either likes you or it doesn't like you whereas dogs if someone comes in the door i mean there are some dogs that are protective and bark but i think on the majority most friendly dogs will just run up to anyone that will play yeah and they now for there are a lot of people going energy oh it's like a bunch of new age hippie stuff energy well you can take that concept and just think about uh you know, even noise is actually scientifically energy. It's a form of energy. Sound is. Sound right. waves. Right. So that could be a form of your energy. Um, also, I think we've all walked into a room before where someone was arguing, and you could just feel the static charge of energy in the room. Yes. I don't sure. know how you can explain or joy, that. Or joy. Or joy. You may not be in a great mood, but then you open the door and people are laughing, and all of a sudden you can feel yourself. Right, so don't tell me there's not energy. You can call it whatever you want to call it, but there is a field, there is an energy, there is a biofeedback mechanism going on between people, creatures, the environment. Yes. I don't know how to explain it, but it's there. It is. So welcome I to... I think you're a new age hippie. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, actually you got called an urban hippie the other day. Oh, that was cool. I was called an urban hippie. Yeah. yeah. I like what? that, I like that. I like that. No, so so I don't know what we're calling this. We're calling it Simple Reminders for Life, Health, and Wealth. Um, or Welcome to Meow Meow Radio. You decide. 
You just <laughs> <laughs> But the topic today, um, I, I posted a quote um, earlier, a little thought that I had, and it said, uh, you will be effortlessly filled with as much as you can open yourself to receive. And we've gotten some interesting feedback, and so we're just here to discuss that. Right. Brian had an idea of, uh, we get a lot of feedback from the quotes, and there's a lot to learn from understanding, um, you know, what people post, how they interpret things, their perspective, and um, what the quote maybe was actually trying to say. Yeah, that's right. So I just thought we'd discuss it. And so we got one interesting, someone sent me an email on, oh, they did? on LinkedIn. Oh, cool. And they said, I'm open and I haven't been supported with shit, mm. exclamation mark. Right. So what do you think about that, Jenny? Well, it sounds like they're a little bit close to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I just, I have to tell you. And I feel sorry for them. Yeah. That sucks. And it's not open. I know. It's so not. It is closed. Right. Now they see like it. Th- to think that they even typed that, thinking it was a valid response. See, anger, I mean, had, anger is very closed. It's very closed. And anger, anger, sadness, resentment, sadness. It's sadness, like a brick wall. Yeah. You build it around yourself to protect, protect yourself. Yeah. You know. Because I think it is actually harder for people to be joyful. Yeah, it's vulnerable. Yeah, it's vulnerable. So, um, I I yeah. am uh, just letting you know that you are not open and right. you haven't been open. And I'm very sorry about that. And I hope you can. Because sometimes you have to just be open and um, be willing to wait a long time. I think a lot. Long time. I think people do good deeds or do things that, that make them believe that they're open, but then something doesn't happen fast enough. And so then they do the anger, resentment, and then the doors close. You know, since we're talking about anger and resentment, you know who we should call? Who? Michael Barada. Oh, okay. That sounds like fun. Michael's sure one of our has, friends. I'm sure he has something He's to probably say. up right now. Yeah. It's like 10 o'clock his time. We'll just call him. Uh, no, but he's... 9, 10, 11. It's actually 11. Oh. I think he's on the East Coast. He's a psychologist. Okay. So let's call a shrink. Okay, let's call. Hang on a minute here. This is what we're going to do. We're just going to call people. Ooh. He's got a special. Yeah, a ring back tone going on. Hello, Michael. How you doing? We are glad. Hey, I wanted to call you and run some things by you. Excellent. Thank you so much for thinking of me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, listen, uh, we really like a lot of your simple reminders you've been sending over here lately. And your video, your Thank vlogs. You. Yeah, Thank I'm, you. Thank you. Those those videos are super inspirational. How do you how do you say stay so happy in a uh, when things aren't always you know so wonderful? <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, typically what I tell people, and I believe this to my core, is I'm a naive optimist. Um, and really, at the end of the day, I just prefer feeling awesome um, over miserable. So that's kind of my driver for <laughs> yeah. my life at this point and uh, hopefully going forward for the rest of my days. You just, that's awesome. Naive optimist. <laughs> he prefers feeling awesome. I like that. Yeah, me too. Follow your bliss. So we're, we're talking about um, a quote that I posted today. And it says, you will be effortlessly filled 
with as much as you can open yourself to receive. And, and we received a, a comment on um, LinkedIn, a private message that said, I'm open and haven't been supported with shit, exclamation mark. Now, and the first thing Jenny and I said is, that's, that's not open. And that that's, you know, and that that's uh, anger, and it's, it's closed. Uh, you know, anger, resentment, these things are protective, defensive walls. It's very closed. And, um, and it's obviously, you know, this is someone who's had some unprocessed pain. And we thought since you're a psychologist, like you could give us the, the shrink lowdown. You know, the first thing I probably one would want to know from that person is uh, what exactly they are trying to achieve uh, with their life, um, and then try to understand what they're really doing to actually achieve that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, if I was to just go sit outside and say, I'm open and I'm welcome, um, you know, that's I think that's a, that's a very positive first step, but then if you're not actually um, putting some action behind that, some positive action behind that to actually make those types of things happen... Um, I think that's when people tend to um, live under that misconception that if I just sit here and uh, believe it, it'll happen. I think that's only the first step uh, to having that open open mind and belief that beautiful things can happen. But at the same time, I think you kind of uh, put your ass in gear, though, and uh, and support those thoughts with action as well. That's so true. So, so true. But it definitely starts with the thought. You know, um, everything starts internally with the emotion and then moves outward. And so... Yeah. If you're, if, also, if you're also the spirit of creation comes from enthusiasm and that that totally totally and the sounds spirit a of little just, bit yeah, angry sounds angry and uh, of course anger can be a very useful tool as well a motivator as, as a mental health professional you know that properly expressed anger can be extraordinarily transform transformative and uh, healing and useful as a destructive force because sometimes we do need to destroy things in our lives right. Sure. Uh, I mean, you know, no, no doubt. I think, um, and I think that's the, the, the best way to explain it too. Is I think anger is best served when um, you know you let it out in a positive way. I think if you continue to bottle it up and let it fester, I think that's when it can become most uh, destructive inwardly. And as we all know, because everything starts inward, uh, the more that you continue to uh, deteriorate your inside beauty, um, that's only going to kind of be manifested outward as well. Um, and, you know, and just philosophy says, you know, the more that you can continue to to die, the more that you can continue to, uh, you know, uh, be reborn and live again. So, yeah, I think uh, there is some beauty in destruction as well. Wow, that's right. The snake that sh- can't shed its skin must die. Yes, yes. No, that's amazing. And, this, and that brings me, so the whole topic here, I'm going to read the quote again, and I've got this whole theory I want to throw out there. Um, so the, okay. the quote again is, you will be effortlessly filled with as much as you can open yourself to receive. And I also wrote once before in an essay that only an empty hand can receive. So, you know, we have to be open to receive. And this gets into this concept I call the law of the vessel. And here's how the law of the vessel works. Is I have this well, first of all, Aristotle, we know, wrote that nature abhors a vacuum. And uh, so if you think about it, anytime there's a vacuum, it's filled. Uh, if you submerge a submarine that doesn't have a sufficient hull uh, deep enough, it will be crushed by the pressure. 
if you take a bowl and hold it under water, it creates a vacuum in the bowl, and immediately the water will fill it. Um, you know, the, the reason an airplane flies is because the airfoil creates a vacuum under the wing by creating a low-pressure zone, and then that lift lifts the plane because nature abhors a vacuum. And so what that means is every space likes to be filled, and uh, everything, nature likes to expand into empty spaces and fill it. Hmm. What do you think about that, Meow Meow Radio? Wow, that's interesting. And so, <laughs> so, um, so I have this concept that since nature abhors a vacuum, that if you make yourself into a worthy vessel, that you will be filled with everything that you desire. And so what does that mean? It means if we perfect ourselves... And we become, if we just, in other words, we don't have to go out and accomplish. We just have to become the vessel. Right, that's interesting. If you become the vessel, if you go out and you fill your holes um, and you expand your capacity and you become reliable, the more you will be filled with opportunities and purpose. I mean, look, if you had a vessel, let me just tell you. But if it's filled up with anger, sadness. Oh, sorry. If it's regret. full of anger, then it's already filled. And if you pour stuff, it's just going to splat out on the ground. And <laughs> Well, no good can get in. No good can get in. And think about this. Wow, that's such a great concept. But there's more, though. There's okay, more. Listen, what, let's what? say that. Okay, imagine if your vessel has cracks in it. And you well, pour, well, there's just a bunch of cracks. It's all busted. There's a hole in the bottom and someone comes along and pours water and it just goes right out on your feet. Uh-huh. Now, um, people aren't going to use that vessel, are they? No. And, ha- and haven't we met people like that who are leaky vessels that, that you know, you can't, you can't pour. You can give them, a, you can just give and give and give and give and give. It's just always disappointment. You know, you, you put your hopes into them. You put your your wishes into them, you put your goodwill into them, you put your effort and it just splats out on the ground. Right. And so, so basically, um, you know, once you extend your capacity and you've proven yourself to be a reliable vessel, you really don't need to do anything else because people and the universe that abhors the vacuum will just see you as a useful utility. It will, they'll just see you as a vessel that's not being used and they'll come to you and they'll fill you and they will make good use of you. So if you're a good person and you have integrity, okay, then you're going to be filled. Uh, but if you're not being promoted, if you feel like you're not getting what you deserve in life and you don't understand why and you dress poorly and your hair's a mess and you have poor English and a poor vocabulary and you're not polite and you have no integrity and you just can't understand why you are not being promoted in life, it is because... You're not a worthy vessel. Wow. So what do you guys think about that? Am I, am I being harsh? No, uh, I, I, think that's, uh, I, mean, I think that's truth, uh, no doubt. I think what people can maybe misunderstand that, though, is um, you know, sometimes not-so-cool things happen to really cool people. Yeah. Um, and I think even in those opportunities... There are times where you can still be, um, you know, to, to borrow from you, a strong vessel. I think, you know, how you respond to certain things in your life, I think, also then present um, these growing moments for you to continue to be a person who is who is seen as somebody who should be and is worthy of being promoted. And I think that's, 
I think like going back to the comment on LinkedIn, I think this person looks at it as, you know, why does this bad stuff happen to me? And, you know, again, sometimes things happen, but, but also what you're saying though is what kind of life are you actually creating though? Um, what are you actually doing to um, promote yourself and to also give people opportunity to see the worthiness of you? So, I mean, I think there's learning opportunities in tragedy and trauma, um, but at the same time, I think we can also step up and play more of a role in the types of things that happen um, and that we allow to kind of fill our vessel, so to speak. Yeah, I, th- I think that's really true. And I think, um, you know, you got to clean your vessel. So those tragedies and um, short, you know, hardships or whatever, you know, they could bang up your vessel a little bit. But if you, you know, work through it, take some time to reflect upon it, learn from it and clear the clutter, then maybe you're more oh. open. You know, well, I, 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 I agree. I, I think, I think, you know, to kind of continue on that analogy, too, I think, I think when the cracks in the vessels happen is when people really aren't seeing the learning opportunity or um, really taking the, uh, the, the opportunity and learning from it to kind of, uh, you know, shift or redirect their life into something more positive. I think all they're doing is um, kind of wallowing in the sadness, the depression, uh, the anger, and I think that's what causes the cracks. I think if the people can learn from these things, and shift their mindset to something more positive, to as painful as it may be, um, and grow from it, I think that's when they could uh, strengthen themselves all the way around. Well, speaking of positivity, Susan R. Lancaster on Twitter, Sharpie Girl Sue on Twitter, she just responded and said in regards to you will be effortlessly filled with as much as you can open yourself to receive, she responded and said, if you're talking about chocolate, count me in. (laughs) <laughs> so hey I, i'm down with that <laughs> I, could, I could i could take that i think chocolate's sweet i could dig on that i guess <laughs> uh we let's see what else do we have here we have carla mike uh they said if you free yourself to endless possibilities you can achieve many things on many levels sure um now let's see you uh you are what you think if you think wonderful thoughts, you will have amazing results. Well, you certainly open yourself to more amazing results if you think positively. Yeah, I, I'd like to mention that just thinking positively doesn't mean you're not going to be rear-ended tomorrow on the freeway, but um, thinking positively certainly does open you up to more positive uh, opportunities. And someone will say, how? Well, metaphysically, what is it, like magic? I'm just going to think positively and suddenly, well, no, your, your, your thoughts, your overarching thoughts govern Everything from your body language to how you respond and interpret situations and ultimately how how uh, you act in the face of adversity. And so these things all have a direct observable impact on uh, the various forks in the road uh, as you go throughout your, your day. And I, I, that's kind I of, that's that. kind I of think, exciting. I think the positivity kind of the, the mindset and that openness speaks to I think it speaks to the expansiveness, and I think that's where we align with the universe. I mean, you know, the, the universe is constantly expanding, so when I think about positivity, I think about that as that is expanding our soul to take even more beauty so it can shine even more light. I think when you start to focus on things like depression and anger, and they start to be your drivers, you start to become restrictive, um, and therefore that kind of restrictiveness um, limits your, your, your possibilities. Again, for what you're saying, too, because first of all, it's not going to attract people. I don't know how many people like to go up to a giant grump or angry person and just, you know, want to high-five them and get down. I mean, that's what we need to 
do, but at the same time, it's very difficult to do. Whereas if you see somebody who's like just smiling and laughing and shining, you know, that you, you gravitate to that. And I think that's the expansiveness of it as well. You know, I love that, but I have, I'm not a, a super positive person. I mean, I am, but I'm also, in my vessel, there's darkness and anger, uh, even violence. Uh, I wrote that violence is a gift. Um, violence belongs to everyone. Violence, can, it, it, like everything, is a part of the the natural um, oppositional continuum of, of things. You know, we have this great duality in life, and as a complete being, I have all things in my, my vessel. Uh, they're all there for my utility. Um, and uh, but, but I so I, I would say that balance to me seems to be um, more important than positivity. And we we see a lot of people who are super positive people who are talking about concepts that turn off skeptics and rationally minded, um, you know, prag- pragmatists and, and so forth, just really kind of turns them off when they hear a lot of this language. So I just want to insert that in my vessel, I have the balance of all things. And part of uh, health I, and power, pow- part of real empowerment really is accepting the fullness of your, of your scope and capability um, and, and who you are, really. What do you think about that? I mean, I think this is this you know comes kind of full circle over time. I think that's I think that's an excellent excellent point. You know, we we all we all have faults. Uh, we all have, like you said, we all have you know darkness, and we all have things that uh, we're not proud of. But still, they um, they are us. I mean, it's it's, it's who we are. I think, um, like you and I talked about, though, is your response to or how you choose to use a particular utility is really the difference maker. Um, you know, the, the darkness that, that I have in my life is not a driver for me. It's more of a, a teacher for me. Um, so I learn, I, I learn from my darkness, but I don't, I don't pull on that as, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to be angry every minute of every day. Um, I don't. I, I choose, you know, I want to be blissful. So I, I think it's, it's, you know, kind of like you say, you know, how we decide to use our utility is really going to, I think, ultimately determine, again, positive or negative attitude. You know, that's one thing, but really I think it's going to determine, you know, like you were saying, how um, promotable uh, we will look or how worthy we'll look to other people. I think if you just become, um, you know, so to speak, a, a tool of anger or depression, um, you know, or, or violence for that matter, I think you're going to probably limit your opportunities in life and with people. Absolutely. I'm not saying that people are completely void of those things, though, either. We all have it. Yeah, I love, I love what you're saying there because, it, I mean, really, we... You know, it's good to positively focus your life force and your mission in life, but you have a full spectrum of capability to behind you to support your objectives. So, for example, while I am a person who generally through my day is very positive, I can conjure and marshal negativity in the defense of innocence, or if I feel like someone's being victimized, I can marshal uh, forces that are that are not uh, rainbows and unicorns. It's a part of our true nature. And so what I'm saying is you cannot be a positive person if you cannot even accept your own true nature. Oh, sure. I mean, the, the whole, you know, I guess that would be like the, the yin-yang, right? Obviously, I mean, we, you know, in order for us to even have positivity, we, we also have to have negative, you know, negativity for us to have light. We've got to have darkness. So I, mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I, that's the thing. I, I think... I think it all comes down to how we use it, and I think that's mm-hmm. I think that's what we're focusing on here. I don't think it's a matter of uh, not you know not accepting or not having. I don't think there are people that 
you know, are, are without darkness or without a darker side or negativity, but I think the people that have figured out, like you said, how to harness it and use it in ways that, um, you know, kind of have a more positive view to them, um, I think is, you know, there's one thing to be upset about something, but there's one thing to be upset about it um, and figure out, well, how can I turn this into something good and rather than just, you know, again, sit in that I'm pissed off mode. Right, like the person who sent us... Yeah, like the person who sent us the message, you know, their 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 life is being run really by by their resentment and anger. So that is not Yeah, like how you said you are gonna use your anger is very constructive. You know, there is that same misery loves company and there's people who love to go they know who to call when they want to be miserable, that, that those people respond to misery. Now, if they were going to be excited about something, there's people who will not be excited for you. They'd rather you call them to be miserable. It's like that crabs in the bucket. Totally, totally. And, and I'm here to tell you right now that negativity blocks opportunity. That's all there is to it. I mean, it is. A- I, I agree. I mean, I, I tell people, you know, people talk about social networking and, you know, Facebook and Twitter being the biggest, you know, social networks right now. Uh, you know, I, I completely believe that negativity is our biggest social network out there. And you hear it, you know, you see it when, when you have media that says, if it bleeds, it leads. That's their, you know, that's their mantra for, for reporting stories. Um, when you talk about workplaces, you know, when something bad happens in a workplace, I don't care how big or small, if everybody knows about it immediately. But when something beautiful happens, people are clueless to it. So, you know, I think we've almost become conditioned to, to, to almost believe that, like, anger and depression are, are supposed to be, you know, really the drivers of life. That life is a struggle. And uh, and I understand, like, those, you know, those tenets that, that, that exist. But I think life is beautiful. Life, life is blissful. I think that, that how you choose to use uh, your experiences will determine that. Oh, listen, I am so on board with that. And life is a precious gift every single day. And I know that a lot of people think that that sounds uh, crazy. But, I mean, Jenny, what were, what were we doing earlier, Jenny? We were literally dancing around our office in the sunlight, do, saying, we are abundant, we are prosperous. We, Brian's like, let, ha- me, let me feel me dancing. You know, Brian's and like, let me feel life. Yeah. That's like the whole disconnect with all this. Oh, it is. I mean? It is That's so. What I think when we talk about what we're talking about. So true, you know. When we were, I mean, we were dancing around, and just life is so good, and because really, our life is like a dream. Uh, I mean, I it know. is like a dream. I know. I know. Basically, we're like kids with a coloring book that just play, and um, Build, building more forts. Yeah, yeah, and oh my gosh, you just wouldn't believe. <laughs> The it's, things, the things, the things that, are that are manifesting, the things that are happening, are like miracles, and they, and it's. I swear, it is because we were open. Yeah, it's just because we were open, okay, and um, so that so that's what inspired me to write this because, of course, you know, when you realize life is so beautiful, and you take a deep breath of fresh air, and you look at the, and you look at the sunlight, and you realize you're a part of this great. Uh, cosmic mystery that's unfolding before our eyes that we're a, a part of this majesty and that that majesty is inside of us and, and you can and see it we can everywhere. see it i mean 
I came in earlier. I ran out to the car to get something and I was walking back in and I saw the sprinkler going in the sunlight and I was like, hold everything. I got to get my camera. And yeah, I was just like, I mean, I'm a cra- am I a crazy person for oh. thinking the sunlight through the sprinkler is no, just but something so, so special. I mean, it costs nothing. Right. Cost nothing. Well, that's being, I mean, that's being open, right? I mean, that's that's understanding that how beautiful life is um, on all levels, and I think that I think that's I, I hope that's what you know, I'm, I hope I'm understanding this quote, you know, to be that is is to really just be open to like you know uh, the, the magic of life, the beauty of life. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know what? You are one of the most positive people we know. I know, uh, isn't it true? <laughs> isn't it true? <laughs> Michael's like a he's like a Michael's like a rising star I know he is he's, a rising he's, he's already star. risen I'm, he I'm, has I'm, risen I'm manifesting for you uh, thank you so much thank you so much I mean thank you for everything that you know you're, you're part of that uh, for me I mean you know the, the good that you're seeing in me you're definitely contributing to that in a huge way and I appreciate that I'm, I'm, I'm open to that and much more <laughs> well we are awesome we are open to every great and good thing <laughs> yes we are we're open to uh, every great and good thing because we are worthy beings because we have decided our worthiness we've chosen worthiness and so and, it is and we've chosen openness and we've chosen to move forward in life we've chosen to say yes did you i just want to make sure everyone knows that yes is a young person's word hey do you want to go to the beach yes hey do you want to be a part of my play yes hey do you want to write a screenplay with me yeah yes do you want to go to the movie yes yes want to go for a bike ride you know what no is no is an old person's word Ah. that's closed i'm sorry and so i love yes i'm a big fan of yes (laughs) And my kids, they'll tell you that yes is dad's favorite word. They say that. I know. (laughs) They say that. And and they use it. (laughs) They do. That's good, though. (laughs) And so so basically, you will be effortlessly filled with as much as you can open yourself to receive. What are your final um, thoughts on that, Michael? Um, I, I think that, first of all, I think the words are absolutely beautiful. Um, I think they're truth. And I think the more that people realize uh, how beautiful life is, but what really is making life beautiful is their existence, I think those words will, will, will ring even louder with them. I think they'll understand that they are part of this beautiful thing. So the more that they can be open to it, the more that they can contribute, and the more that they can receive. So, yes, I, I agree 100%. Awesome. Thank you so much. And hey, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Michael Barada on uh, Michael Barada's page on Facebook. You can find me at Michael Barada on Twitter. And please feel free to check me out on my uh, at my blog at michaelbarada.com. Well, listen, awesome. we're going to call you on a regular basis. And we know it's like 11 out there. So who knows? Maybe we'll wake you up at 1 a.m. and ask you an odd question sometime. We'll get you in while you're in I'll your dream state. You. I will be open to that every single time. <laughs> All right. Well, we love you, and we think you're amazing, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. I love you both. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Thanks so much. Ciao. Ciao. Is he amazing or what? He is. He is that positivity, I swear. He is always... There's no doubt. No doubt. You could call him... I I, I really don't even know if he was going through something really hard, if he wouldn't have a smile on his face. No, he does. I mean, he had some... I mean, he believed... He he had some real adversity recently. Yeah, he did. He had a yeah, job did, problem did, or something. Yeah, I did see the serious side of him. Mm-hmm. But but he, you could see how quickly he was retooling it to see yes. the lesson. And yeah. I think that's really the key in life is not, you know, knowing that we're always going to have hard times and, 
you know, more joyful times, things when, you know, times when things seem more blissful. But the faster that you can find the lesson and the hardship and move forward and take action to sort of, you know, uh, get your, you know, move forward, uh, that's really the key. No, I, I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. So really the message here is you have to stay open. Don't let the adversity of life close you. Yeah, get, get, get on with your lesson. Find the, find the teaching. Yeah, because, I, I mean, and, we've... And we, then get your vessel more open. Yeah, don't be bitter. Yeah, don't, don't be bitter because then you're closed and then you're going to get more negative reinforcement and you create a, um, a closed cycle. You create a cycle of negativity. You, the more closed you are, the more negativity you'll experience, and the more negativity you experience, the more closed you'll become. You have to, you have to stop that cycle. I was just thinking that if I had walked to the car in a bad mood, I would have never even seen that sprinkler dancing in the light and the sun, and I would have missed that. Or not even appreciated it if yeah, you, I if would you not saw have, it. Right. And, and that's understandable, because there yeah. are a lot of people who are just beat down. Right. You know, and Danny Shapiro, remember she said that yesterday on, what did she on, say? on Oprah. She was saying she lived in this, you know, she lived in upstate Connecticut and she, where she drives is just the most picturesque scenery. And, you know, it's a place where people pay, you know, to go there on vacation to look at this beautiful scenery. And she realized she had been driving for 20 minutes and she didn't even see any of it. And she had a reawakening about that, you know, to just be here now, you know, and, uh, you know, where she lived was beautiful and she was missing out on the now of the beauty that surrounded her just because she was just in her head and her negativity and her, you know, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, um, let's see. What do we have here? We have um, a message that just came in from Vivian. Oh. And uh, let's play it and see what it says, okay? So here's Vivian. Hi, Brian. This is Vivian Carrasco. I believe that we're connected on Google+, Plus, but I am on all the other social media handles to include Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, and the such. Um, I was stirred by your quote on effortlessly filled with um, as much as you open yourself to receive. And actually, I spent a little bit of time looking for a biblical reference that I thought I had heard this weekend, and I couldn't seem to find it for the life of me. But it basically is the same premise as asking you shall receive. But it, um, it was a little bit different than that, which is why it um, got my attention this weekend. But when I read your quote, I thought about growth. Um, my frame of reference is in three main premises, love, being, um, which includes um, meditation, mindfulness, and attention, and human, so love, being, and human. And so I see that through the lens of radical accountability. And I think that opening yourself up to receive is a, is a way to turn towards yourself, which is how we experience, experience in my opinion, inner growth and sort of we jump our, our neurons. And this idea of turning towards ourself is our DNA structure. It's um, things that you see in nature as you see a, a rose budding open, um, the galaxy, um, that turning towards self. My very favorite is the um, seashell. Uh, I think it's called a conch. But anyway, so I thought of growth. I also thought of surrender. Um, a conversation I had with my son this weekend when he was home from college was, you know, he works really hard. He has all the systems in place, all the organizational tools. But one of the things that he doesn't do as much is open himself up to help, and that's whether or not it 
asking for um, tutoring, you know, going one-on-one with the college instructor and saying, I could use some help, I'm struggling with such and such, Um, or just even opening himself up to God and saying, I need your help, because in reality we don't do anything alone. Um, And I'm not sure where I heard this from, I think it might be Marian Williamson and The Course in Miracles, but um, this idea of moving and being in heaven and going two by two, you know, in our relationships with others, or in our relationship with self, you know, where nothing is individualistic in, in our world. And, and obviously the last thing is to ask. And I think this is a Rumi reference, but bringing water to the ocean. So we have within ourselves everything that we need is, um, um, you know, being in a state of attentiveness to that and of openness to release our gifts and to share and, um, and give service to the world through that. So this is Vivian Carrasco. I hope this was helpful. Good luck on your course. Aww. That is amazing, That's- Vivian. First of all, you're a genius. Yeah, that I love that radical accountability. Radical accountability. I wrote that down because but, I was like, I might have to. But Vivian, you have such one. a holistic view of of this topic and very in depth and philosophical. And I really, I really appreciate your um, connected your connectivity with uh, philosophy and nature and the deeper intrinsic concepts surrounding openness. I'd never heard that roomy about the water. You know, the first thing I thought of was William Blake. You know, if you remember, um, William Bl- Blake wrote, to see the world in a grain of sand and to see heaven in a wild flower, hold infinity in the palm of your hand and eternity in an hour. You know, and just that whole concept that this, that this great, mysterious universe is within and without. And I loved how she mentioned helping us look within, helping us see ourselves, you know, and in nature, and the logarithmic uh, spirals of the conch shell, you know. That's so sweet. I I just really love your, um, thank you so much for that contribution. And um, we had another beautiful message come in on our Call in participation line at 310-564-6406. Remember, you can call anytime about any show or post and leave your opinion. Hello, this is Yasmeen and Smith, and I just saw that wonderful post uh, by Brian McGill, which says that you will be effortlessly filled with as much as you can open yourself to receive, and that is just so much a reflection of my life in terms of being open to receive, open to give, and open to share, and being so enriched by that experience. And it's like a circle. It's continuing to give and to receive and being open to receive. So I just wanted to say how much I was touched and moved by that post. And my name, again, is Yasmeen Anderson-Smith, and I can be found in social media with the keywords image and brand builder. Thanks so much. Thank you, Yasmin, for that beautiful comment. And I so agree with you that uh, being open completes the circle. And I once wrote that, and uh, I can't remember exactly how I phrased it, but I said that true giving is almost indistinguishable from receiving. And it's so true that when we give, we receive. And being open helps to complete the circle of giving and receiving. So thank you very much for that very meaningful comment, and we wish you a very blessed day.
We all have such different perspectives that, you know, brings to mind, you know, it's so interesting to hear from other people. It was really enjoyable. And what openness means, yeah. what it means to be open. It doesn't necessarily mean the same thing as it means to me mm-hmm. or to Jenny. Right. You know, we all have our versions of openness, but, you know, in our gut, we know what feels good and what feels bad. And we know what fear is and what it means to be shut off to opportunity. It's just common sense, okay? If you're closed, you're closed off to opportunity. You know, you might be closed off it's to pain. To you might be closed off to pain, right? Yeah. <laughs> but remember, it's like know, it's the crack is where the light gets in, yeah, I know. right? I know. And so... You know, what, what, how, many what, time, how many times have you said no when you know you should have said yes? Yeah. Just because of the fear. So it's easier to just say no. I can't remember the quote. Because what is it, though, scary. that says that the same door that shuts others out keeps you in? Right. Right? Yeah, that's good. I can't. Do you, who was it? I have no idea. We didn't do a simple reminders on no. it. Did we? No. <laughs> but anyway, I, I hope that all of you can trust to b- trust in. Um, the universe, whatever you want to call it, this space of um, your being where you can be open and realize that when you're open, you'll not only be supported, but you'll be filled and that opportunities can come from your openness. So start trying to be open, you know, start trying to be open today. And an easy way is, you know, when you immediately want to say no, just catch yourself. Yeah, catch yourself and And say say yes. yes. Like if somebody says, hey, do you want, do you want to go with us, uh, to the canyon, and you would, uh, no, maybe you're a little, gotta work. or I'm, you know, a little overweight, Ugh. I don't feel good, or, or I, I think just, they're going to be swimming, or whatever, just say yes, yeah, just say yes, say yes, say yes to life, and life will say yes to you, it's so true, so that, I guess that's, I our, always feel like those are little tests, you know, yeah. God, the universe, you know, whenever something comes to you, yeah, it's for you to say yes, that's right. And then we just decide, and it takes us on different paths. So if we say no, and we should have said yes, we hey, could have been on another path. That's a whole other conversation. Hey, but we did that's this. The, that's it. I know. That's the, we did this radio show because we're saying yes. I know. Well, or it's not even a radio show. We don't know what it is. It's Meow Meow Radio. It's, welcome to Meow Meow Radio. But it's we say yes to you. Okay. The reason we do this is because we love you. We love people we you know it and we always we sit and chat like this all day long. all day long and it breaks our hearts when we see people who are just hurting. beat down hurting given up we think that uh you know someone listening out there today that clicks this may say yes you know they, you know who you are i know yeah maybe so, i'm even gonna say yes <laughs> <laughs> so say yes and um be open all right, here we go. So this has been uh, Meow Meow Radio. Meow Meow Radio. <laughs> ciao, everybody. All right, ciao. Say yes. Thank you, Brian. And be open. Thank you, Jenny.